This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com slash audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com slash audio. That's carshield.com slash audio. Greetings to those who watch below. It's time to polish off those planchettes and dust off your spirit boards. It's time for some truly creepy Ouija board stories. But before we get into the stories, I'd like to say thank you to Ghost City Shelton, Steffi Ray, Lisa Watts and Lefty Kim for being those who dwell below. Also, as a bit of good news... I am now the site manager for creepypasta.com. It's my job to ensure that only the best and most terrifying horror stories are published on the site, so please make sure to check it out. Now, on with the stories. Crying with Ouija Boards by Rhino Del Toro So, about three years ago, me and some friends got really interested with playing with the Ouija board, Must have done it about 30 times throughout 6 months. We experienced a lot of creepy things, but one particular session stuck out from the rest. It would also be our last time playing with it. It was about 11 o'clock at night during the summer, and we decided to bust out the Ouija board for some cheap scares and excitement. We decided to go to our high school, a place we've played before on a few occasions and where we get a lot of activity in contrast to other spots we go to. So we start playing at a bench just off the quad area at the school. We ask what's its name, age, and if it was male or female. These are our typical questions that we start off with. The name was just some gibberish, which we get a lot of, but answered seven, and yes, to girl on age and gender. We ask another question, and it stops responding. We sit there for about a minute, with it only budging a little bit on the questions we ask. Now, I start to stare off a little, and my eyes are focused in this one location, which I can't get myself to look away from. All of a sudden, I start bursting out into tears. I'm a big guy, and at the time I was on the football team, so I usually don't cry often. I couldn't control myself, and when I'd stop crying momentarily, I couldn't breathe. Then... I'd gasp for air when I could, and continue to cry. The weird thing is, I didn't feel any emotion. I was just confused and crying, while my two other friends looked at me with puzzled and freaked out faces. After about five minutes, I'm able to stop crying, and we decide to say goodbye and leave. But that was only the beginning. We get into the car very frazzled, 
and I still haven't said anything since we left, because honestly I didn't know what to say. We were all just very freaked out. We left in a hurry, so I say, check the board, something's wrong with the board. My friend in the back seat is sitting next to the board, and he opens it up, and everything's upside down. So we put it back in order, and start driving away. We all start talking about what just happened, and about five minutes down the road, my friend in the back street starts hysterically crying. It was awful to hear. He was screaming and telling us that she's angry and we did something wrong. So he's crying now, on and off for about 15 minutes, randomly yelling stuff at us as we try and figure out what to do and where to go. We all decide to go stay at our buddy's house, the one that was driving and wasn't crying. My friend in the back seat finally calmed down, and we go to pull over so my other friend can call his aunt to see if we could spend the night. Ironically, my friend decided to pull over near the graveyard. My friend in the back seat says, look over there, and we both look over at the graveyard and start crying simultaneously. We are yelling at our friend to go and leave, but he's just casually on the phone with his aunt. So, as we're finally leaving the graveyard, we turn on the radio to try and ease the mood. As soon as it turns on, the first thing we hear is, I kissed a girl and I liked it. This was the first time any of us heard that song, and we all thought it was a guy singing. We all burst out into laughter, but a very odd laughter. Almost demonic sounding from what our friend who was driving said. But it did the trick, and we felt everything lighten up and nothing more came of it. The next week following, me and my friend who were crying would have panic attacks if we thought about the experience, which was the first time for me experiencing panic attacks. It was just an overall very scary experience. We didn't know what was going on, and didn't know if we got possessed, or if this thing was going to be with us for more than that night. Me and my friend both feel that whatever was with us that night still lingers with us, but also feel that it left when we were at the graveyard. But all this could just be in our heads, for all we know. Can a homemade Ouija board haunt you? By I Believe 83. I'm not sure where to begin. I guess I'll start from the beginning of it all. When I was in the fifth grade, my cousin had a sleepover at her house. It was the usual thing of a bunch of little girls screaming and having a good time. However, when my cousin's stepsister made the comment about making a Ouija board, I became very uncomfortable. I told them I didn't want to play, but, being that I was the only one that didn't, they proceeded to make one. I watched them make one just with a simple piece of loose-leaf paper and a piece of plastic that comes out the gumball machine. Before they started, I told them that I was too scared and left the room. I went and sat in the living room with my cousin's mum and stepdad as they watched TV. It was like I couldn't calm down for some strange reason, even though I was sitting with two adults. After about three minutes of sitting there, my cousin's mum and stepdad left and went to the neighbour's house. So there I was, sitting all by myself, scared to death, scared to death for some reason. Finally, I got up and walked to the room where all the girls were, but when I opened the door, they were terrified. They looked at me like they were seeing a ghost. 
Finally, my cousin spoke up and asked me if I'd been listening to what they were saying on the other side of the door. I told her no. When I asked her why, she told me that they had asked a spirit to bring me into the room. Of course, this made my fear even greater. Being that everyone was officially scared, they agreed with me when I said that we should tear the board apart and throw it in the yard. Thankfully, nothing else happened that night. It wasn't until a week later that my cousin and I were playing make-believe in her bedroom. Now, you must know that she had her own bathroom connecting to her room. So here we were, playing in a room, games like our ex-boyfriends are chasing us. Crazy, I know, but I was in fifth grade. We then ran into her bathroom, which has a mirror on the wall where you can see if someone is turning the doorknob. We were both leaning against the door laughing, when all of a sudden something pushed the door open on us. We stopped laughing and started to push back, when this force pushed the door open on us two more times. Now we're both looking in the mirror and we saw nothing holding the doorknob. I then looked under the door and could see a greenish glow. Being that we were too scared to leave the bathroom, we started to scream for her mum and stepdad. When they came to the bedroom door, they said it was locked. My cousin and I never locked her bedroom door. We decided that both of us would go at the same time to unlock the door. When I was behind my cousin as she tried to unlock the door, a very cold chill went through me. Since that night, strange things have been happening to me. My mum used to tell me that I just had a big imagination. However, I know it's more than that, because I've woken up in the middle of the night to see a dark shadow walk across my room. I can feel to this day like someone is sitting on me when I lay in bed and there's nothing there. My cats will sometimes stare and chase something that isn't there. I know this sounds like I'm crazy, but can it be real? I've been reading a lot of articles about Ouija boards and almost every one of them say that you have to say goodbye to end everything. Could I be the one that is primarily haunted because I told them to rip apart the homemade Ouija board without saying goodbye? Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Ouija Board Demon by Lexi 3643 All my life I've been impartial to ghosts and I've had a couple of weird experiences. So I grew up in Bristol in the UK. My twin sister is a Wiccan and we've both experienced ghosts. When we turned about 16 or 17, we both started going on ghost hunts. We'd visit abandoned buildings, went to an abandoned hospital, woods, all that good stuff. It wasn't long before we started using Ouija boards. We were both very experienced, and we know how to use them safely, and used our board for a good two years without problems. But then, my sister moved to Bath, and we decided to use the Ouija board at her new house. That's when we encountered a ghost called Faye. At first, we kept getting this ghost in my sister's house, and we couldn't talk to anyone else, 
She told us a few weird things, like there were other entities in the house. But then, while in Bath, we contacted a demonic entity. He wouldn't tell us his name, but he knew stuff, and that's when we realised that he had been pretending to be Faye. It was very strange. We kept getting this demon. He started drawing a figure of eight on the board and trying to freak us out, but then he started spelling my name over and over. He'd state that he loved me and blah blah. Whenever we used the board, we would always get him, and he would always ask for me. Which I never really understood or even cared for, to be fair. Now, I just wanted to point out, me and my sister were very sensible. We never asked him stupid questions like asking about death or our futures or anything like that. At first, I didn't really even believe that he was a demon, because nothing really happened. I just ignored it and didn't pay attention to it. He never did anything, but then a couple of weeks later, I started having problems in my house. I lived in Plymouth at this point, and would see entities in my room. I would feel dark energy all around me, especially when I was going to sleep. One time I was sleeping, and I opened my eyes and saw someone stood over me. I thought there was somebody in my room, and tried to punch them, but I went right through them and landed on the floor. I could feel their dark energy still, and it was starting to creep me out. So, when I next went to Bath, we used the board, and the demon knew about my room in Plymouth, and said some pretty weird things. We cleansed the board, cleansed my room, and then destroyed the board. And thankfully, I have not had any more problems. Hi guys, thank you so much for listening to today's video. I know it's a little bit shorter than usual, but I'm just getting over a bit of flu. Nothing too serious in the current climate, but my throat's still a bit raw. Um, but I didn't want to leave it any longer before giving you guys another video. If you liked it, make sure to uh, share, comment, subscribe to the channel if you haven't. All that good stuff. And as I said at the start, go check out creepypasta.com. There's some fantastic stories on there, even if you're not a fan of fiction. So... Until next time, sleep tight. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.